Hi, welcome to She Will Not Be Silenced with Keisha Shields, the podcast for women leaders on a mission to change the world and build empires that have legacy, success, influence, and intergenerational wealth. We'll talk about how stigmas, stereotypes, grief, and other people's opinions can keep women's voices silenced and the impact these have on successful women and their emotions, their relationships, and their money. If you have felt silenced and need guidance, awakening, and amplifying your voice, visit KeishaShields.com to check out my best-selling Find Your Voice course. Please take a quick second to hit the subscribe button and let's get into this week's episode. To watch the video episode, visit KeishaShields.com slash podcast. Hey, y'all, and welcome to another episode of She Will Not Be Silenced with your hostess, Keisha Shields. So today I am talking about finding your voice in the workplace. Now, for those of you all listening to this episode, you are either working or have worked at some point in your professional life. Being a podcast that really centers around leadership, working in the C-suite, working in management and director level roles, that really can't happen without being involved in the workplace one way or another. There are a lot of things that keep us from speaking up in the workplace. Now, There are many people listening to this who probably have not had to deal with this. But for those of us who are here because we have felt silenced or felt like we really couldn't speak up and be ourselves or advocate for ourselves in the workplace, this is for you because it was also for me. So what are some of the challenges that happen with not speaking up in the workplace? Well, number one, you often get overlooked for promotions, for opportunities, for raises. Also, sometimes not speaking up, you actually be buried in work and responsibility. And not because they just see you as this capable being, but because they feel that they can get away with burying you under the work. You're good at it, excellent at it, You're not going to say much. You're going to do it and get it done. And they'll move on like it's just merrily happy around this camp, right? Not speaking up can drown you in work and you not be compensated for it. Or let's say you are being well compensated for it, but you don't have the time to do barely anything else. The type of task or projects that you're really yearning to get your hands in, you can't get to, you can't make space for. And sometimes someone else will end up taking over those because you've been inundated with some of the minutia or some of the other tasks that really should have been better served to someone else in a different role. So not speaking up can cause that to happen to you. Another thing that happens sometimes when we haven't found our voices at work is that you get overlooked and not just for promotions and raises and opportunities, right? 
But sometimes you get overlooked as a valuable voice to help bring solutions for the problems. I tell my clients all the time, when people are coming to me and they're telling me the problems they're having in the workplace, usually being centered around being overtalked, overstepped, or any of those things, I always talk about how when you don't speak up and when you don't find your voice, you will be overlooked for the chance to solve problems that you already have solutions for. I talk about this so many times. How many times have you been either in the boardroom or if you're not in the boardroom, maybe you've been in a meeting, in a conference, and they are talking about the same problems, meeting after meeting, year after year, and you already in your mind know how the problem can be fixed. But either you don't speak up and share it, or if you have shared it, it has not been highly valued. When you don't speak up for yourself at work, when you don't have the confidence or the strategy to learn how to speak up for yourself at work, people can sometimes minimize the valuable ideas and suggestions that you actually have to solve the problems that they're dealing with in the first place. I know this from personal experience, the number of solutions I had. And at times I didn't speak up. I didn't want to be the dissenting voice or the one that says the man's idea wasn't great or any of that. You know, I kind of just went along with things and all in the back of my mind, every time we had it to go back into the meeting room, dealing with the same problem, I was like, you know what? If only I had had the courage and the strength to really share my recommendations, my advisement, this problem could have been long gone. So if you're hearing this and that is feeling true for you, then that's probably a sign that it's time for you to really speak up, learn how to find your voice at work. Another thing that can come up when you are struggling or feeling challenged to speak up at the workplace is that people don't often get to know who you are. Sometimes people can see you as controlling or antisocial, or sometimes you can get stuck in the mama bear zone, right? So what's the mama bear zone? The mama bear zone is when your direct reports or your coworkers know how kind, compassionate, genuine, caring you are. They know it. You're the person they come to for advice. You're the person they come to for guidance. But then your higher ups or people who have the capacity, right, to help you move along a higher trajectory don't often get to see any of those sides of you. Because perhaps in your mind, you have to keep it professional. You have to keep it work, right? But when you are looking to move up in your career, if this is not just about moving into the C-suite because that's not the gold standard. And not only is it not the gold standard, it's not everyone's trajectory. 
So whether this is a move into the C-suite for you, whether this is a move into a different level of management, whether this is moving into a different level of leadership, okay, this can still be true for you. So you have to keep that in mind. No matter what, people need to be able to see your personality, your qualities, your integrity, your brilliance. If you're not speaking up, there's a high chance that they're also not hearing or seeing those things from you. We all know that saying, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Well, you don't want to be the squeaky wheel. And sometimes there's a reason why you're not getting the oil, right? Learning how to speak up for yourself has some very, very simple steps, if you will. But more than the steps, what a lot of people miss is that there needs to be a strategy behind it when this comes to speaking up at work, okay? So a couple of things you want to do is you need to, number one, be 100, yes, I said it, 100 with yourself. You need to be able to keep it 100% real with yourself. You have to make sure, number one, that you actually have what it takes. And I'm not talking just about skill set. I'm talking about sometimes you got to have that thick, tough skin to navigate higher levels of leadership at work. Okay? You got to make sure you have what it takes. The second thing is you have to be able to be willing to deal with the repercussions that come from using your voice. Because by the mere fact of you being a woman, a lot of people right there are going to automatically either discredit you or try to diminish and minimize the significance of what you're saying. Now, this will not be the case in all workplaces, in all scenarios, but generally speaking, you have to be willing to deal with the repercussions of other people's opinions about you speaking up. Because sometimes when you move up into other levels, jealousy and envy also come into play. And we don't talk about that a lot unless we're talking about amongst the women, but I'm talking about in the workplace period. You have a lot of people who start to become envious when they see someone speaking up for themselves or speaking up for others, because I think what they're seeing is embodiment of power and agency. And that's really sexy to some and really make some of the people kind of anxious that maybe they're going to get overlooked for an opportunity in favor of you. So you have to be willing to deal with the repercussions that will come from you speaking up for yourself. The third thing I'm going to say is you have to actually know what it is that you're trying to accomplish at the workplace. Not about speaking up yet, but what are you trying to accomplish at the workplace? Is this just another temporary stop on your quest to really find connection for yourself and purpose and find the right role for you? 
is this a place where you want to land for a while and perhaps move up as far as you can possibly go? What are you trying to accomplish at work? Because that will determine, in my opinion, in my counsel, I would advise that that would determine whether you should really speak up, not at all, but whether you should speak up about certain things versus others. Because sometimes you can lessen a headache by not getting too overly involved in a system that is not going to be one that you're interested in staying in. So sometimes you do have to think, okay, what am I actually wanting out of my time here? And make your moves about what you speak up about and in what ways based on that. So know what it is that you're trying to accomplish at the place you're at. The fourth thing along the same lines is I'm going to say, when you're coming to speak up, when you feel like, I wish I could just find my voice here, you know, you're being overlooked or not really recognized or whatever the case is, you need to know why it's important for you to speak up about whatever the issue is that you're feeling compelled to speak up about. What is the issue? What are you wanting to accomplish with the issue? Let's say one of the big things that I counsel women on is they feel like they are not only the most qualified, but highly capable of being put into higher compensation roles, but they feel like they are being overlooked or sidestepped in favor of someone else, usually a male counterpart who they feel is perhaps less qualified, less capable, lots of smoke, (laughs) right? When it comes to speaking up, you have to assess, what am I actually trying to accomplish in this particular scenario? So yes, you want to be considered, highly considered for better opportunities, right? But is it that you want to make sure that they see you and they see your work and they see the effort you're putting in? Is it that you want to make sure that they know that you don't appreciate being overlooked? Is it that you want to bring light to the fact that you're seeing gender disparities happening and you want to put them on notice that that's not going to fly, that's not going to be the case? Those are just three sample scenarios from that one instance of wanting to be sure that you get seen for higher level, much better paying opportunities. So think about what are you trying to accomplish because that determines how you approach it. That also determines what you say and when you say it. So taking that same example, this is just kind of coming off of the cuff. If the issue is that you want to put them on notice that these men are being unfavorably promoted or given great opportunities and I'm kind of getting the scraps to the left, you might approach that depending on the relationship you have in a direct way, you know, just saying it, you know, 
maybe you go to HR. This is a weird dynamic for me because I haven't had an HR middle person. So that's been a, a place for me that I'm not really sure where you would go, depending on where you are. But, you know, maybe you go to your direct manager or superior and you address it. You know, maybe you find out what the qualifications are. If you want to be not as direct, let's start with that. Maybe you find out the qualifications. Maybe you inquire about, you know, how can you get some of those great challenging assignments that you're seeing because you'd love, you know, to be able to get your hands in that. Maybe you take a more subtle approach like that if that is what's resonant for you. You know, or maybe you take the more direct approach. You know, I've been seeing that James has been getting all these great assignments and I'm looking to really stay in this company and grow. And in order to do that, I'm going to need to be able to get these challenging, complex assignments so that I can get my hands in them and show you all solutions that you may not even be aware exist. That's one other way that you could approach depending on that particular angle of what you're trying to accomplish. So how you say what you say matters greatly depending on who you're talking to and what you're trying to get out of speaking up for yourself. Now, there are a myriad of other tips and steps that you could do to really find your voice in the workplace, in the boardroom, in your leadership circles, but you kind of have to start at a place with those few tips that I gave you. If you want other tips, I will be giving them. So make sure that you subscribe, hit the subscribe button to this podcast, and also hop on over, or if you're watching me on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, and you'll be able to get access to all of the videos or all of the podcast episodes as they come out. So, What are some of the benefits of speaking up for yourself? Number one, you feel more powerful. Have you ever had a scenario, let's say outside of work? Let's say it's in a relationship with your partner, a relationship with a family member, and you finally got something off your chest. And you felt so good. You felt more powerful because they thought they could just walk all over you. They thought display those behaviors after you've told them to stop or you've told them no, they've continued to do whatever to you. And you finally muster up that strength to really set the record straight and resolve that issue once and for all. They may not like it, but sometimes setting that powerful boundary for yourself makes you feel very powerful. You remember your power. You develop more confidence in yourself, in your ability to speak things into existence the way that they need to be, the way that you desire them to be. When you speak up for yourself at work, you feel the same way. You feel powerful. You can also feel nervous about what's going to happen. You know, am I going to be well-received? Are people going to think, you know, I'm up to something or think that I'm trying to be seen or trying to be controlling? There are a lot of scenarios or thoughts that might come up in your mind. But when you speak up from a place of surety, remember going back to that first thing where I talked about 
You have to keep it 100 with yourself. When you're speaking from a place of assuredness, when you're speaking from a place of having done your research and knowing what you're trying to accomplish, you know that you can now make informed decisions about what's best for you next. If you have found that you've done the work, you've spoken up finally or again, and they're just not hearing it, it's not being well received, they're still dismissing you time and time again, you can, of course, now step it up to level two of speaking up for yourself, which we'll talk more about in another episode, right? Because there's levels to this thing. You can now move into level two of speaking up for yourself, or you can use that information to make an informed decision for yourself that maybe it's best for you to focus on other opportunities, other things you have going on and not give these people any more of the extra time of day that than what it is that they already have gotten out of you. You know, you'll be able to make decisions and feel better. You'll feel better to know when it's time for you to leave an assignment and move into new territory or new experiences. You'll feel much better when you are coming from a place of knowing that you have spoken up for yourself, you have advocated for yourself, you've done the things that you need to do. There are so many benefits. Sometimes you start to get more recognized. Sometimes you start to become more seen finally not just have, you know, work dumped, you know, in your lap, piled high. They will start to listen, especially when presenting solutions that you can back up. The proof is in the pudding, baby. And when they start to see that, and when you start to ensure that you make sure that they see that and that you get the credit for bringing resolution for helping to guide them or guide the company or guide the team into resolve, things shift so much. When you speak up for yourself and you get that feeling like, once you get out of that, oh no, oh my gosh, did I say too much? Oh my goodness. Um, Maybe I should have said, if you're like me, oh my gosh, I was terrible at ruminating reflecting on exactly what I could recall I said. Oh my gosh, did I say too much? I probably could have said that sentence this way. Oh my gosh, we're just waiting for me to bring my pink slip. What have I done? I've already done it. If you're navigating that, let it be water off your back. The first time or two, it can be a little anxiety-inducing if you have not been brought up to really speak up so boldly, especially in leadership roles, or especially at work. After that, get comfortable, drop your shoulders, you know what I mean? (laughs) Get comfortable with who you are and get comfortable that you got this. Those are some ways that you start learning how to find your voice in the workplace. And I don't like to say learning how, meaning you don't know but learning how to actually do it or relearning how to do it again and to do it powerfully and in a way that's in alignment, in a way that you keep your integrity, 
and the way that you continue to get paid better, better opportunities, better clients, better work, more impact, more influence. So speak up for yourself. And if you want to know about some of the stereotypes and stigmas that impact the money of women, especially Black women in the workplace, go ahead and check out the resources and there will be a link to the Atlanta Voice article that I wrote about how stereotypes and stigmas impact Black women's money. Because there are some tips in there about the importance of speaking up for yourself and finding your voice. And so it's so relevant to the conversation that we are just having. Thank you so much. So let me know what you think. Does any of this resonate with you? Have you been struggling at some point to learn how to speak up so that you can move into like higher level positions? Here, I don't necessarily believe that you have to go step by step by step. I didn't. I started at one position, went up to like a middle ground, and then like it was, there wasn't all those numbered steps. I don't believe that you have to go in steps, but in order for that to not be the case, you're going to have to be able to use that brilliant voice of yours to advocate for yourself, to advocate for your needs, and to speak up. All righty. I will catch you in the next episode. Send us an email, support at KeishaShields.com or comment here on the video. Let us know what you think and also what you'd like to see more of. All right, until next time, ta-ta. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button to be notified of our next episode because you won't want to miss it. Thank you for listening to this episode of She Will Not Be Silent with Keisha Shields. If you are an executive or highly driven leader ready to amplify your wealth, legacy, and your voice on your terms and overcome the impact of feeling silenced, visit KeishaShields.com slash hire to work with me one-to-one or to find more information on how to bring me into your company or organization to help support your women leaders.